You know where he is, don't you? Who? <laughs> Stuart! My little Stuart! You have a little Stuart, too? <laughs> um, have you looked in the garbage can? <gasps> oh, no! Beavis, you dumbass. Why'd you tell her that? <sighs> I don't know. You know, I'm just trying to help. <laughs> Stuart doesn't fit in the garbage can, dumbass. Remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to put Stuart in a garbage can, you'd have to, like, cut him up into little pieces. <laughs> oh, no, forget me, no! <laughs> Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Dun, 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 dun. What does that mean? I don't know. You'll you'll hear in a few minutes. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to episode (laughs) 117, um, um, Uh, Lethal Weapon 5? No. No, 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 no. We can't do that. Um, we're we're going to do something different. Yes. But it pertains to some other news. Yes. We, we have an announcement. Yes, we do. The announcement is the Slam Till podcast is going to cease regular weekly podcasts at the end of this year. Yes. So what that means is at the end of this year, no more weekly episodes. Yep. It could be bi-weekly, it could be monthly, it could, could be, be whenever the two hell months. we feel like it. Yes. Because, because... We both have too much stuff. Yeah. There's life things, and there's burnout. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things. <laughs> but the burnout is, is probably up there. I think our listeners are owed an explanation, at least. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it's... Mostly on my end, so if you have any hate mail, you can send, send it, it to Ron Hallett. You can send it to me at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. That's slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. I would say, from my end, I don't know. I have a, I have a desire to kind of go go back into the background. You <laughs> know, he's too world famous now. Well, it's you know, here's an example. During one of the um, events I had here, I don't remember if it was a stomp or one of the other ones, I was showing uh, Steph, the pinball princess, my music room, and I have a drum kit because I play drums. Mm-hmm. And whatever, a conversation came down to like about, like, are you surprised that I, like, she said, like, I'm not surprised, like, that you play drums. It's like, really? Like, you know, why, why would you think I, you know, out of all the instruments, I would play drums? It's like, well, you'd like to stay in the background. You know, you don't like to be up front. You like to be in the background. And that's what the drummer is most of the time. But you are the tempo and the beat of it also. Yeah. But still, it's like, huh. <laughs> well, you know, okay. Yeah, you're probably right. And, you know, although it's it's pretty cool being recognized at, at shows and stuff, and I, I hopefully I've been nice to everyone who's uh, come up and said hi and not been an idiot or an asshole or anything. I have a desire to not be recognized. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the cat's out of the bag. Didn't yeah, know who probably you are. on that one. But, you know, it's just... See, I started 
started doing this whole thing. I used to make walkthrough videos of various shows and people's home game collections and stuff, and I would never talk. I'd just be the you know faceless camera person doing all this this footage, and kind of like to get back to that. But you know, for an introvert like me, this was a good outlet where I could control, and mm-hmm. it turned out far better than I ever anticipated. I mean, I honestly thought, if what, 10 people listened, it'd be good? Yep. So, and I only had one person in mind for my co-host. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That was Bruce. There was never anyone else in in my mind that could do this with me. Yeah, you're my brother, so I, I, I think the same exact way. I mean, he's out of control at times and caused me many editing nightmares, but, you know, that's I've been Bruce. getting better lately. He's been better, but I think that's because he's more tired. Actually, uh, I'm, look at me. I, I drove 10 hours today. and I'm Yeah, yeah exactly. Good. But like I said, I think it's because he's more tired. I, I don't think we're getting the full all-out Bruce all the time. No, I, it, the bars take up a lot more of my time, too. It really does. And I want that to be successful. And, you know, we both have other things going on. It's not that we don't love you people. We do. We're, we're actually just pulling for the Twippy vote. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, there you go. Come <laughs> on, give it to us. We're going off the air. We're going off the air. Look at us. We, everyone loves us. Come on. But it's like, for example, if you listen to Mrs. Pin's Pinball Podcast, hmm? which I recommend you do. Yes, of course, because she's a friend of the show. Friend of the show. So we, if, we're, getting you, cookie, we're getting our cookies, right? Cookies. If yes. you listen to her, I mean, everything's new for her. Like, like this yes. is the first tournament I've ever been. It's the first show I've ever been in. Everything's new. Everything's exciting. Everything's like there's energy. For me, if you remember a couple episodes ago, it's like, how was Free Play Florida? It's like, eh. It's like, you know, I said hi to the Pin family on the first day, played some games, and I was pretty much set. I could have just done with one day honestly there is there is definitely burnout of just like i've I've played everything (laughs) i haven't played every em but man when it comes to solid state games i have to have been close to playing almost every non-foreign game you can play and even the zacharias and some you know those games i mean it's just when i go to a show now it's just like played it 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 you know for me, that's it, there is a lot of burnout involved. No, it's a burnout because you actually you talk about it all week. You think about what you got to talk about the whole week. Yeah, you do like the um, my little um, list here, and also like doing the like I move the editing. Like the editing, it's like okay, I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna edit less. Mm-hmm. And I, Which and you that, did, and that was kind of my my last ditch effort to say like. Yeah, I want to keep this going. I'll try editing less and see if it makes any difference. Well, it did give me a lot more free time, which was cool. But overall, it was still the same thing. It, it's, You're still it, thinking it, about the whole week. It, it still feels like a grind in, in doing this, the show. But it's, again, it's not like we don't love you guys. No. I, I, we, we, we love I, all of you. I still enjoy it. I really do. I'll be the first to admit it. I still enjoy it. And I was a little upset when Ron – but I respect Ron because we both said first day – when one of us says tap out or slow down, the other person says okay. And I, of course, I'm always going to support my brother. And, you know, I love him. And I don't want him to be mad at me or anything like that. I don't think he ever would be. But I want him to. Oh, enjoy. I can never be mad at Bruce. 
Yeah, right. It's not possible. <laughs> but I wanted to enjoy the hobby. And for us being on less, it will actually put more time. I'll actually get a full day off. For me, once I thought about it after the, like the first day we talked about it, I was kind of like, oh. But after thinking about it and talking about it, I'm actually saying to myself, wow, Monday, the whole day Monday. The funny actually- thing is uh, you predicted it. Yes, I did. Before I we did recorded pretty- last week, it's like, uh, stay on. After we're done, I got to tell you something. And Bruce and is I- there. You're sick. Of- you're- we're done. We're sick of me. <laughs> it's just <laughs> <I> like. <laughs> so, so, you know, um, but what, what this won't mean is we, we, we will still be doing podcasts. Yes. Just you'll still like, be doing Twitch. Yeah. Once well, once in a while. Yeah, yeah of I've, I've kind yeah. of blown all the rare games I own at this point. So whenever Who Done It finally gets done, that'll get streamed. Spanish Eyes will get streamed. And I have one or two for you here. Oh, you, that you want me to stream? Yeah, of course. So just come up to Rochester just to stream some. You can hang out with the boys. You can hang out with me and Zach. Your room is always sitting up front. Mm. Yeah, I have multiple rooms in Rochester. It's cool. I know. Uh, but you always have the one up front for us. Mm-hmm. You're always. But um, stop will continue. Yes. I have no no desire to not do stop. So <laughs> there's at least one episode for you because yes. we'll have to promote it somehow. So that's at least one episode you're going to get. Maybe two or three to pre-promote. You know. Pre pre-promote. Oh God, did you just say pre-promote? We're just like pre-boarding. No. Oh, that that again. No. Yes. Stop. Stop the pain. Oh, wait for the mail. Mm. Wait for the mail. Wait for the mail. Oh yeah. Yeah, we got a we got a full ball bag this yes, week. Yes, we do. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but, you know, I I love Ron. Ron Aww. is my brother. I love his whole family. You know, I don't want anything to jeopardize that between us. I understand he's burnt. So, so am I. It it's been a it's been a rough two and a half years. We've all had we've had some difficult issues in the past two and a half years. We both helped each other out, and and you've all been involved with us also. You've all been there for both of our issues and problems, and we all thank you. And for everyone who's ever listened to us or has been a guest of ours, we thank you. And we will remember you by when we do possibly come back at a less frequent time, you'll probably get a better show from us. You'll probably get better guests. Well, you realize I've already gotten at least two cluster VUC requests. Oh, I've gotten. Yeah, yeah. People want the clusterfuck again. You don't they realize want too. what a what a nightmare that was. It wasn't for me. Uh, I don't want to keep on getting more people. Yeah, exactly. You're the one who kept <laughs> getting more people. <laughs> but yeah, there'll still be um, stop. Like I said, I'll still be streaming. We're, I mean, the the website's not going anywhere. No, no, no. I will and... still be posting to Instagram because man, people. Like, love Instagram. Love it. Damn it. I just, Even people, I, Ron. Ron, I love it. People are, oh, God. People are following <laughs> me, like, constantly. It's so – I should have done that sooner. I mean, literally, I just post pics from, like, a tournament I'm at and just, boom. It's like, wow, I should have done this sooner. We'll still right. have, you know, the Twitter. Yep. Although I don't know what I'm going to put on that now because usually I just use Twitter to say, hey, the, the next episode's up. We'll so, figure out something. So I, I guess um, – I guess, you know, watch this tournament at this link or something. We'll, I'll use it. So everything will still be in place. Um, yes. the, the, the domain is, Slam Till Podcast domain is not going to expire. Nope. And um, that's Maybe about you it. Can, maybe you can talk about my, my 
tournaments all the time, Ron. You know, your Keeler is the worst. I, I oh did have God, at least a couple of comments that it was terrible. I know. That's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm uh, It's so good. Uh, stop. So this is episode 117, and the way we're going to do this is we, we have seven episodes left. Mm. And you know... What's, what goes pinball in seven? I don't know. Maybe the seven flashes to boot up a stern slash bally game? Why would we do that? Mm. Oh, because we love them. Well, actually, there's the LED flicker before the first flash. Mm-hmm. So that was that was the calm before the storm. That was the last episode. But now we're into the first flash, which is what, Bruce? It is testing the ROM yeah, and so verifying that the checksum is good. On chips U1 through U6. Yes. So that's episode 117, flash one. Flash one. <laughs> dun, dun. Oh, so what do we even after that? What do we even start with, man? Well, um, we're done. We already we blew our load, so we're just gonna hang it up right now and just throw it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Let's do some news. Let's do yes. some news because we can talk about your weekend and then yeah. my weekend and then first we're gonna go to this weekend pinball. Shut up. We're gonna go to this weekend pinball. Thank you, Jeff. And we're gonna go first. We're gonna go to something that actually involves your area. What's that? Pinball was inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame. Was with uh, which is at the Strong Museum, located in Rochester. Rochester. Yeah, Gary Stern out here. Yeah, we got Gary Stern picture uh, with Black Knight and Star Wars. So obviously, Steve Ritchie is the man. Yep. And uh, there was a there was unfortunately I noticed this when I tried to order my vodka the next week after he was here, it was all gone. Yeah, maybe that'll be our comeback episode. We get Gary Stern on. <gasps> Come on, Gary, make it make it happen. You have at least so. you have at least a couple of your employees who listen to the show. A uh, couple, God. Couple. So please, please ask Gary. We need him on. Yes. Tell him we want to talk about uh, how could we get him on. We want to talk about vodka. Um, all how great all the new Stern games on, and uh, if he remembers anything about classic Sterns. Yes, that would be the best part. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pinball is also joined by Magic 8-Ball and Uno. I have a Magic 8-Ball at the bar now. I'm making all my business decisions with that. Mm, and I played Uno. Yes. But that's how I, you know, should I order more booze today? Mm. Doesn't look likely. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> uh, then we have the Todd Tucky book deal drama. Remember the uh, 10 books that uh, were going to be written? Uh, or the or is it one book... I, Printed on toilet paper. Printed on toilet paper and like, yeah. And then there's a whole pin side thread of drama, which, yeah, it's pin side. What do you expect? So we'll move on. Uh, Zombietti shared some uh, art on his Facebook that looked like a pinball machine. So everyone went crazy. Yes, they did. So what do you think about it? It looks pretty cool. I like it. I think it'd be actually, I I like it a lot, actually. 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 I'm going to miss the actuallys. Actually? Actually. Actually. Space Force Pinball? Oh, my. Oh, my. I love when... Space goes to force. Then we have the Dutch Pinball Open. Yes. Which was um, past week? Yes. Yeah, last weekend. Uh, I wonder who who won that. I do not know. Damn it! And I don't have that information in front of me, and I refuse to edit. So um, congratulations to the winner of the Dutch Pinball Open. You are awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. Woo, woo, woo. We had Mark Tremonti on Pinball Profile. 
of, of formerly of Creed and is, is uh, what is it? Alter Bridge is yes. other band. Oh God, yeah, there was a thread on this. Until forums, <laughs> IFPA partners with Pin Stadium. Yeah. As Josh Sharp continues to ruin pinball. <laughs> I told him that at Free Play Florida. You know, continuing to ruin pinball. So, yes, IPA is going to be partnering with Pin Stadium. Man, that guy's a good marketing dude. Mm-hmm. He knows how to market his product. So, I guess, uh, see better, play better is, mm. is the motto. But um, my talk... Don't raise your play field with them. Okay. Uh, my, my talk with uh, Josh Sharper, Free Play Florida, he, he mentioned something that disturbed me deeply. Tell us. Tell us there was a disturbance <sighs> in the force. Well, you know at IFPA, they had the Dragon Fist there. And you know yes. how it had a center post. We covered yes. this in a previous episode. Now, yes, we did. all these top players all think Dragon Fist is this like, like easy, easy game. Yeah, like Josh was like, I just left orbit all day. And I'm thinking like, huh? huh? What, what is that going to get you? That's not even going to increase your multiplier. Not at all. I, I don't get it. I mean, like Escher Lefkoff thinks it's the easiest thing ever. I mean, um, Jeff Teolis thinks it's the easiest game ever. All these top players who played it now think it's like this easy game. Oh, and this boy. is disturbing to me. This hurts me deeply. So I have an idea. Uh, yes. All you players, go to our Twitch uh, <laughs> Twitch page twitch.tv slash podcast and watch either one of our two Dragon Fist play videos and you can see the true true Dragon Fist I have a better idea what's that the next stomp tournament at your house mm-hmm. I bring out mine oh no and Scott brings out his no 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 and no. we have three Dragon Fists that if we have one <sighs> percent of the population of Dragon Fists in the world that oh, were built. As long as it's not a heads up again, because that killed me. A uh, heads up would be good, too. No, stop. Stop. Yes. We couldn't get that yes. done because half the players who were playing it are also playing in the main tournament. That did not work. You would have but to have cool. a dedicated time for that. It was cool, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was It was so cool. No. Think? Oh, uh, we're moving on. Nothing has changed. <laughs> Nothing has changed on the show, as you can tell. Nothing. Um... I guess, uh, let's see, Joni Mitchell's into pinball? Yes. So there you go. Little known fact. And that was it for, that was, of course, the news that was, uh, that came out the day after we recorded. Of course. Of course. We have new code for Metallica, just released a couple hours ago. Yeah. In... 1.80. And everyone from that wants Ghostbusters is all crying. Uh, well, he, <laughs> he finished, well, that probably came out because he f- Batman 66 is now at 1.0. 1.0. So we have mm-hmm. two codes from Lyman in one week. Yep. Isn't that great? That's great for those owners. That's why you pick a game that Lyman does. <laughs> well, let's see. Some some just some notes. Uh, I'm not going to read that because there's a ton of release notes. There's a re yeah, the yeah. is humongous. Uh, loop post deactivated for super spinners. Nice. Fixed super skill shot selection. Crank It Up Won't End a Song While on Collect Continues stream, uh, Screen. Uh, made Grave Marker Multiball and Crank It Up Easier. Mm. Now, if you remember from our interview with Lyman, he asked us, you know. Yep. And we said, yeah, we think Crank It Up should be easier. So, again, you're welcome. Just saying. Yep. See, we, we've been, we see we actually influence yep. and 
people. S- score type changed from 32-bit to 64-bit. Uh, like anyone's going to get that highest score, I guess, if, yeah. if you're Keith Elwin or something. Yep. Uh, fuel double scoring takes one more shot. And there's like three pages of bug fixes and animation tweaks. So there you go. There you go. And then Batman 66 1.0 came out. It did. Mm-hmm. Which um, I'm sure it's awesome. And I'll be talking about that later when we talk about the uh, tournament I went to. Let's see. Beatles. It was at IAPA, which unfortunately was the week after Free Play Florida. So didn't get to play it, which was disappointing. Really don't know when I'm going to get to play it. Uh, well, Bruce, you buy one? No. Damn it. Okay, there goes that. But uh, I really I like the gold. It has more of an action shot for the. I do. I agree the with the artwork. I love the, the artwork. And you can you can learn all about the artwork and the development of the game if you listen to the Head to Head Pinball Podcast, which had Christopher Franchi on this week. Mr. Franchi called me out. Uh, he he called you. Actually, it would be last week. But uh, yeah, yeah, he called you out for what not liking teal. Yes. So you're a teal hater. And fail. He just said I failed. You failed. Who doesn't like teal? Come on. Not me. Yeah. And there was all kinds of like, you know, crummy YouTube videos of people playing it, which you can't really see anything. Mm-hmm. So we're still waiting for the, um, I guess, the Jack Danger stream. I mean, mm. I, I figure that's got to be coming up. Oh, it's got to be. Very it's soon. Be. I agree. Scrolling through the news here. Oh, this is actually tonight, recording on Monday. Dead Flip Streams Jeffree Star's Pinball Collection. I don't know who Jeffree Star is. I don't know who Jeffree Star is. When he said that, I was like, huh, who's that? Let's but see. all I know is when I tuned in to see the stream, it had 5,000 people watching it instead of the usual 100 he gets. So that's all you need to know. That's more eyeballs on pinball. Jeffrey Free Co- Jeffrey Star Cosmetics. Yeah, he's a Inter- cosmetic American, dude. Yeah, American internet celebrity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he has like uh, over 11 million subscribers on YouTube, over 1 billion views on YouTube, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I knew something was was up when I I, I went to my um, Twitch my Twitch feed and I just see like Dead Flip 5,300 people watching. Whoa, okay, this has to be this dude. So again, more exposure is a good thing. Plus, is you would have, you would have liked it. I some turned it on. Say, some people say no. Well, whatever. <laughs> it is, I, I turned it on, and you would have loved it. They were playing Whitewater. Oh, that's a good thing. And uh, you don't wanna, some and people you, don't like to expose themselves too much. Okay. See what I'm going to miss? It's great. Uh, Zen Studios announces Volume Two on Pinball FX3, so you can have more censored games. Yes. Oh my God, they're censored. The anarchy of it all. Attack from Mars. Would anything be censored from there? I don't know. Party Zone was pretty tame. No, no, no. The monster grabbing her and holding her up by her arm. Censored. Okay. Black Rose. Uh, The Back Glass, maybe? Yep. The Back Glass. Uh, The Playfield art's pretty. Killing Polly. Can't kill an animal. Okay. Killing Polly. What happens with with the shark? So if you get caught by the shark, do you not get killed? Yeah, probably not. You just spit out. Oh, okay, like Sharknado. Yes. God, I don't believe I said that. Uh, Batman 1.0 code. Finally. Congratulations, guys. I just love that. He did that and immediately came out with Metallica code. I know. Like, it's going to be uh, great. Uh, I have free time now. And look what I did. Mm. Stan Lee died. I think we mentioned that last week. Yes, we did. Yeah, it was very sad. 
So I think that's it for the news. At least for that news. But you were very, very busy today. I was actually this past weekend. You don't even know the second thing I'm oh, going to talk about. Oh, I don't. Oh, I always like when he withholds things from me. Okay, I do. Go for I it. Do. Well, first, what would you like to talk about today or yesterday? Go in order. Okay. Yesterday, well, three days ago, I got an email from Mr. Jay Fairbrother from Buffalo Pinball. Jay goes, uh, Bruce, are you still interested in your old blackjack? I said, well, yes, I am. Why are you selling? He's like, yes, I am. I'm like, well, how much? We, we'd agreed on a price and guess what's back? Blackjack. Blackjack. Yes. You got it, baby. So that will hopefully come to the bar soon enough, too. So that's a good thing. I got to go through it. He says the kickout hole is not kicking out all the time. So I'll go through it, give it a re-rubber kit, and get it ready for the bar for a swap out. So we brought, this is actually only the third game I've ever brought back. I've bought back. So pretty cool. Very excited about that. And then today, I I went on a little trip, a little 10-hour tour. It was 10 hours, so it's like five hours. It's about with the border and everything, and then... I could have went with you. Well, I have a you passport, yes. Uh, well, no, I had to work, Bruce. This is my day off, don't forget. I went 10 hours to go trade two games. For a kiss, right, Bruce? No, Gene, sorry. Yes, no, you went for a home-use-only Bally kiss. Nope, oh. nope, nope. I went for a Dungeons and Dragons theme. Ah, come on! What what you do? What you pick up? What you pick up? I I traded a Paragon and my Beater Alien Star, which I never even got to take out of the packaging, for a Catacomb. Toast! You got, got a toast. toast. I got toast, and it's great. I haven't, po- I haven't powered it up or put it all together. And it's got a couple little things i got to work with. Uh, the soundboard. I forgot Toast actually has the speech board. Oh, yeah. It's got speech because it gives you the instructions that no one listens to on how to actually do the bagatelle. Mmm. So I'm going to put that together probably sometime this week. Unfortunately, Kathy's leaving me this week for four days. So I'm going to be solo at the bar. Eesk. Nuts. Damn. So. So she leaves Thursday morning. I work Thursday night. And then the whole weekend, it'll be me, Rob, and my other two bartenders and cooks. So it should be a long weekend. When she gets back, she'll be all rested because she'll be all rested because she's finally seen her parents after two years. Cool. Then, so then next Monday, I will be able to work on the two new games in the stable and get them ready. And I'm going to bring out. Gamatron will be going out this week to the bar. So where's Dragon Fist right now? It's in my garage. All right. And I, I gave Ron a bit of good news this week. You did? I did. Remember what we I'm going to have to order for us? Ah, yes, yes. He, Bruce uh, took a little initiative. Yes, he did. But I was just thinking of the fact that you could have a Dragon Fist. Let's see. Do you still have the Stargazer there? No, the Stargazer's in storage at the garage. <laughs> So you can Why? have, well, you could have Dragon Fist, Stargazer, Catacomb, and Gamatron. It'd be like the rarest 
bunch of games ever at a single arcade. It would be. Well, no one, no one actually uh, vends a Dragon Fist all year round, except for maybe now. Well, no, he's keeping it. So uh, Tommy has a Dragon Fist now, also. Of so the of the this flipping podcast, yes. So I, yeah, but I was thinking. I mean, there's locations that have a lot of these games, but not all year. But not all. all yeah, time. they're just like a show or yep. you know location. That'd just be interesting. Yeah, so I, I I'm gonna have some rare sterns there. So come on down and check them on out. But we're getting a fist. We're getting the fist. We're yeah. getting the fist back last. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went talk to PG Restorations. They can print us a brand new back glass, so we're both going to order the back glasses. I'm going to talk. I emailed him, and I should have gotten. I'm hoping to get an email from him in a day or two what the cost for the shipping will be for two, and we'll go from there. Because mine is shot to hell. So is mine. So is mine. Yeah, they all are. I don't know if I've ever seen a decent one. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm excited about that. So. Congrats. Yes. Toast. Yes. So how about my weekend? Well, yeah, how was your weekend, Rod? Stop. Stop it. So I was was at the world-famous Rock Fantasy to participate in the Rock Fantasy Fall Open, which actually took place during the fall. It's kind of like an ongoing joke. A lot of times they're a little late. Or like the fall open will be happening, and it's like January. (laughs) Things like that. But... um. Machines held up well. The um, I mean, I didn't hold up well. I played like crap. Unfortunately, I did the usual like you know, I finished first. Oh, last, first, last. You know, the great consistency is is always. So I ended up in, and the way they do it is, the top twelve go into A. If you're below that, you end up in B, and the B division has like a two strikes, like two strikes you're out tournament. Like where they just keep using match play and it just randomly selects games, put people in groups, and you just keep going until you get all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. And then the A division, they play the typical like Papa style. I think they play like you know three games. Like what? What is it? Four two one zero or whatever scoring. Yes. yes. Yeah. So the I played like crap. I ended up like I took a last in the last game to drop me down. Uh, Steph, the pinball princess, got into A. I'm at the, I don't know, top of B, I guess. Uh, but I was really pissed because I just played terrible. So I, I played angry, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, and basically got all the way to the finals without a single strike. Nice. With a lot of comfort behind, like third balls and stuff like that, too. So it was it was sweet. So I ended up playing friend Francesco. In the finals, he had one strike, I had no strikes. So the computer picks Kiss, Stern. Mm. And I get just, I didn't even get a single multi ball started. So then, okay, we both have a strike. So this is it. Whoever wins, wins B. And it selects Batman 66 <sighs> with the new 1.0 code. Now, you know how many times I played Batman 66, Bruce? No. I played it twice at the initial launch party. But when it had no code, mm-hmm. and I won like a translite. I played it once at uh, Texas. You will see me play it on the um, Dead Flip stream. Hm. That's it. That's the only times I've ever played that. All the other times, all the tournaments they've had at Rock Fantasy, 
match play has never picked it for a group I was in. Wow. So I'm like completely clueless. Um, <laughs> but the, the only thing I the only thing that happened was when I mentioned the new code. Me and Steph were talking about the new code, and she mentioned like. The minor villains, the Shane one was a multi-ball, mm-hmm. and that's literally all I remembered. So when I had a chance to pick a minor villain, I picked Shane. Um, I hit a lot of lit shots, and I won. Congratulations, so I won sir. Now, I have. A, how familiar are you with Batman Code? Very limited. I have not played it since uh, probably .9. All right, maybe listeners can help with this, because unless I'm missing something... There's like a risk reward with no risk. Like so I played it a bunch after the tournament because um Steph was doing a stream, so she was streaming Batman sixty six. So I'm playing it and I'm I'm actually was starting to get into it. But it's like if you you're one of the major villains, say I'm in like Joker, and you hit all these shots, and then you hit the super jackpot shot, and then it gives you the choice to either cash in or continue. Right? Mm-hmm. So I continue. I then drain. So I figure, okay, I'm out of that. But when I start the next ball, I'm still in Joker. <laughs> and I can continue on and hit more shots and then hit super jackpot. And then it's like a higher value. Continue? Yes or no? Well, sure. What am I missing? Because I'm. I'm uh, what, am I missing anything here? Because it just seems like, why would I not continue? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's a setting, and you can set it to like not be able to do that. I would think you would want to not be able to do that. It'd be like if you were in Crank It Up in Metallica, and you said collect, and you said no, and then you drained, and then you started and crank it up again on the next ball. Someone hmm. needs to clue me in. I know there's a lot of people listening who are way better rules than me. They can just clue me in on what, what I'm missing here. I'm sure there's there's some nuance I'm completely missing because I just stayed in whatever villain and my score skyrocketed when I just kept no pass, keep going, because the shots are worth progressively more the more mm-hmm. you keep passing. So why would I you know, I, I I guess at some point it forces you to cash out and that's fine, but to me there's literally no risk. What's the risk? There is none. There's always a risk. Mm. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And the winner was, uh, I believe, Towelie won. Yes, he did. The Towel, Frank Romero, is your fall open champion. Woo, 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 woo. Do you have it in front of you? No. Oh, I thought you would be able to tell me who won the other, because they it's not a match play. Because they, they do it on paper. Mm-hmm. So I can look right now. Hold on. I know it was. Uh, I know Greg Pavarelli was in the final group. Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my computer. It's really slow right now. Your computer is really slow. Yep. Yep. Waparelli was in there. Uh, I know my arch nemesis Alberto Santana finished fifth, so he didn't make the final four. I'm waiting to get on my my web oh, my uh, Facebook page. Stop. I'm gonna get a lot of this stuff. Well, while you're looking it up. Rock Fantasy Fall Open. Here we go, boys and girls. So while you're looking that up, um, we we have caused people to spend more money again. Oh, yes, we did. Because um, Chuck Webster has, or well, I guess had a Quicksilver. 
Yes. What 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 happened with that? He had this really qu- nice Quicksilver. He did Beautiful. this full restoration on, yep. and and then yep. the next thing I know, it's for sale. What happened? He saw how much he, that people were asking for these, and he wants a new in-box game, so he sold his Quicksilver. But he put like an insane price that no one would ever pay on it. Well, no, no, no. Well, think about it. He needed money for a new in-box. So what, how much are new in-boxes starting at? Mm-hmm. About five to six to seven to eight grand. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, how much do you think you're gonna ask for a game that's from 1981? 1980. Well, 1980. How much would you ask? I don't know. Um, three thousand, four thousand. How about seven thousand five hundred dollars? Uh, well, you're never gonna sell it at that kind of price. It's sold in two days. Oh my God! What have we done? We've priced ourselves out of the market, Bruce. We did. Oh. Luckily, we got it beforehand. Yeah, lucky. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's a lot of clams for that game. Yeah, you know, I luckily I, I should have gotten a couple of these when I tried. You know, do I have to do voices just to combat your terrible voices? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Bruce, can you please tell me who won at the Rock Fantasy Fall Open? I'm still waiting for my computer. Your computer sucks big time, Bruce. It does. It sucks more than I suck my pacifier. Yes. Oh, I'm running out of material here. <laughs> yeah, so let's go get the back. We'll get back to that. We'll get but back to that. You won B. I won B. I won $30. Woo! And a, uh, I had a choice between a World Poker Tour Translite or a Wheel of Fortune Translite. Ooh. So I picked World Poker Tour Translate. I would have picked World Poker Tour also. Yeah, it's, sorry, a, I, it's a hard turd. Yeah, but I'm, I don't want Fana and, and Pat staring at me. And oh. it, it went the same place all my translates I went into the same like um, tube I have in mm-hmm. my closet. Now I have a well, I have the the old whodunit translate that I removed that's not in good shape. I have the Batman 66 LE translate. I have the um, what else do I have? The World Poker Tour one, and I have one more that I won. Oh, God, Kiss. I Kiss. Okay, so you're you're gonna frame that because Gene says to frame it for yes, you. Yes, you should frame your your yes. It's Kiss. You need to frame everything and buy the new Kiss frame. You can get it at KissOnline.com. <laughs> Thank you, Gene. Oh, the yawn. <sighs> yep, it's there. It's there. So Metallica code. So yep. the, yeah, the Rock Fantasy Fall Open. Splendid time was had by all. I got to be on a pinball profile today. Yes, you did. And uh, one more thing, though. There was no Star Wars. I was very disappointed. Why was there no Star Wars? He doesn't have it there anymore. It's it's not it's not Fail. at Rock Fantasy, and it's not at Tapped, which is the bar right next door. It's at another location. Yeah. I was just like, damn it, I want my Star Wars. Why doesn't you anyone have Star now. Wars? When you buying it? Well, I could just play Zex. That's assuming it's if I can get over there for your uh, your next thing we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Your anniversary. Yep, one year anniversary coming up December first. The, the Silver, Silver Ball Saloon. Saloon, located where? And one thirty-five West Commercial Street in East Rochester, New York. Twenty-six pinball machines, bowling, darts, pool, foosball, arcade games, fun to had by all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, 
Yeah, so hopefully if it doesn't snow, which is always a possibility at this time of year. Uh, ah, we yeah. only had 14 inches this past week. Yeah, exactly. Um, assuming it doesn't snow, I'll probably be around Excellent. that weekend. Excellent. And we'd love to see you. Yep. Can't wait to have that burger and those curly fries. You got it, sir. Mm, I love the curly fries. But uh, you were saying something else? What? You started to talk about something? You said you were on Pinball remember. Profile? Yes, I was on Pinball Profile today with uh, Mike Dimas. We had a 20-minute talk at Swiss Chalet, which is a restaurant from Canada. Good food. Very good time. Enjoyed having seen Jeff and hanging out with Mike. And uh, we talked about uh, things in pinball. And then... <sighs> yes. And then the second, and then I did a record today. I was on, I'm on my third podcast. Yeah, the other one hasn't aired yet. Yes, it'll, it will. It'll air after this at some point. Yes, it Get will. So up. we've, well, uh, three pinball podcasts recorded in one day. Mm-hmm. Beat that head-to-head. <laughs> Good old head-to-head. So let me look at what I got here. In your uh, ball bag? Oh, I, I, just a miscellaneous interesting fact, okay. factoid, or, or discovery. Uh, as most people know, I have a roller games. Yes. And most people realize that roller games is awesome. Of course it is. Of course it is. Uh, I was looking at some stuff in my roller games in, uh, I wouldn't say preparation, but just the looking into the whole replacing the stand-ups with the drop target bank deal. Oh yes, which I'm going to do someday. For those yeah, who don't what, know, the five stand-up, yeah, the five stand-up <laughs> targets on the left were originally supposed to be in the drop prototypes. Targets. They were drop targets. Yes. Um. So Cost cutting. Yeah, and and they they're, I don't think they're even on the sample games. They were just on really early prototypes. Yes. So I want to put them back in at some point. Now, I have a very early roller games, probably first couple hundred. I came okay. off the line. So I have I have a diamond play play field. I have like all the flashers that people want to put back in the game are already in it. But one thing I, I and and I discovered well the one thing is in the atomic whip area, which is the kickback, mm-hmm. there was originally designed they designed two switches, like a redundant switch, a second switch in there for whatever reason. The wiring for that switch is still in my game in the harness. Nice. It's just not used. Um, But the thing I never noticed before is on my roller games, it has the wiring for the drop target reset coil. Oh, wow. It actually is in the game. It's in the wiring harness because I went – I was looking at the um, auxiliary driver board and just checking the uh, the connector – that there's instructions on, like, if you want to put this back in, you know, what you have to do. And it's like pin seven on one of the connectors on the auxiliary driver board. Mm-hmm. And it says, like, you know, it'll be empty, but you you put it, you know, that's where you put the wire in. Mine it isn't empty. You it actually a has, it has a wire in there, like, oh. So I follow the wire, and it leads all the way up to where the, the five stand-ups are. It's got the actual wire for it's it's solenoid 3a it's actually in the manual and it's funny if you look in the manual and have all the different solenoids 
and it'll say like some of them say not used. 3A is just blank, almost like they used whiteout. Like at some point and just copied it to take <laughs> out like you know it was supposed to be the drop target reset. Yeah. Um, it has the actual. This would be the ground connection. Nice. It's it's there and it has the power connection because the daisy chains the power off the three bank. Yes. And it's also in the harness and it's also sitting there. So I really have no excuse. Literally, the wiring is already there, ready to go. Just do it. It just involves drilling holes in my playfield, which I don't feel That's like. That's easy. I can do it for you. You won't have to worry about that. Yeah, okay. See? Yeah. I love you. But hopefully I'll have some exciting Roller Games news coming in the future. That's yes. all I'll say. That's all I'll say. I'm not going to leave it hanging out there. It's only been hanging out there for two and a half years. Mm, no, but exciting news, hopefully in the next six episodes. If not... Sometime next year. Wow. <laughs> Way to keep him coming back, Ron. That's mm. a good play. All right. So, ready for the ball bag? Oh, yeah. Of course you are. The ball bag is uh, quite full. Pretty full. Um, first thing I want to address, I'd like to thank um, Robert. The Academy and uh, the no. Toby Awards. For Robert Cota or Robert Cota, C-O-T-A. Um, he says, hello, Ron and Bruce. The show is one of my favorite things to look forward to every week and really appreciate all the effort you put into it. Thank uh, you for your gonna, contributions he, to the hobby. He's going to be so disappointed in us now. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks for just bringing it down. <laughs> I noticed on Tuesday that you had an update on Facebook that 116, episode 116 was up. When I checked Stitcher, it was not there. Thursday is normally the day Stitcher is updated based on the old schedule. When I checked today, it's still not updated. It shows 115 as the newest episode. I'm sure I'm not, <clears throat> I'm, sure I'm not the only one who was let you know. No, actually, you were the only one that let me know, but wanted to give you the heads up on this potential issue and also use it as an excuse to express some gratitude for the podcast. Well, thank you. Also, thank you. literally, could care less that lethal weapons were repeated. Take care, Robert. Uh, thank you, sir. So, yes. Stitcher was on updating, so I opened a ticket with Stitcher, and uh, they got back to me today, and what did they say they did? Because I told them, basically, we've changed nothing. So the problem is obviously on your end. Well, I didn't say that, but I just, you know, I, our podcast is no longer updating. It's updating fine everywhere else, Google Play, iTunes, etc., and I have changed nothing. The RSS feed is still the same. So they basically said, I've updated your HTTP header and refreshed your RSS feed, and your newest episode is now available. And it is. Good. Yay. Yay, it's fixed. What threw me is, I guess, if you if you look at it on mobile, like if you look at it on your phone, whatever the newest episode is, it doesn't show you the title. It just, you hit the play button, and it'll play whatever the newest episode is. So if you go there on mobile, it says, like, episode 115 is like the last one you see, but above it is a play button, and that's actually for episode 116. Very confusing. Gotcha. If you look at it on a regular browser, it's fine. A desktop browser is fine. It shows 116, but that's weird. So that was uh, the Stitcher problem. So that was corrected. And this is from Corey Hulse. Subject Hi, Corey. Ep- Hi, Corey. He says, Hi, Bruce and Ron. I used to listen to the show periodically when specific topics would come up, but around the time of Pinberg, I added Slam Tilt to my regular rotation. Great show, and I look forward to new episodes each week. Oh, man. This is going to be fun. <laughs> Wow. How you doing, Ron? Uh, How you doing, Eric Keller? I just wanted to write in to agree with Ron that while pre-boarding is a thing, I don't think it should be the phrase to describe the act of getting on the plane before others. 
I am also late in writing this, but I really enjoy the tech episode and like when tech-focused topics come up. Maybe we can fit one more of those in the last seven episodes. Well, I guess six episodes at this point. Thanks for the hard well, work on the podcast. Already have, I already have one of the guests already lined up you asked for today. Ah, cool. Thanks yeah. for the hard work on the podcast, and hopefully we'll see you at Allentown for PinFest this upcoming year. Best, Corey Hulse. Thank yes, you. Well, That's one of the shows I do not miss. Mm. So, the ceiling... Okay, this one is from uh, Parnell. Hi, Parnell. He says, Hello. the ceiling for Quicksilver keeps being raised up, and he includes a link to uh, Chuck's Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we should get 10%, I told him. Mm. He says, I know someone with a meteor. Curious what you think an average value for that game is. As you got, as the uh, At the rate you guys talk about them, I figured I should own one. Yes, you should own yes, a meteor. Yes, you should own a meteor, definitely. 7 to 11. Yeah, you can actually get decent ones for under a grand because they yeah. they made seven thousand of them. Yeah, so and even the most like popular stern. Yeah, even two years ago at Allentown, they had like what four of them there. Yes, I think at least three of them were under a grand. So yes, and at least two of them were in decent shape. So, yep, meteor. If if that's what I mean, you can't you can't fail with meteor. No, Steve no, no, no. Kirk, brilliance, probably one of the best yep. stern games ever. All right, next one we have um. Jim Burrell again. Hi, Jim. He's asking us about vehicles for transporting pinball machines. What automobile do each of you drive? I have a Honda CRV. Okay. I have two vehicles. Of course you do. I have a a Forester, which will fit everything except for a New Jersey Jack. And I have a Ford Escape 2017 that will fit. Here we go, Ron. Listen to this. Two pinballs in it. Wow. But wait, you're going to ask how I put two pinballs because I brought up two pinballs to Canada today and I only took the escape. How did you do that, Bruce? I put the hitch receiver on that you can put on the back of, since I have a hitch on my car, one of those receivers, and I put the second, the body of the Paragon in it and wrapped it up with, with uh, plastic and car- and. Uh, Plastic and uh, so what was like it? Was it behind your vehicle? Yeah, it was actually in the outside and behind. Okay. So nice, huh? <laughs> what have you used to transport play pinball machine with a fold down top? Hmm. I think oh, like the ones where the the head comes like the head doesn't come off. Oh, so I, feel, I mean I everything except for Jersey Jacks. Yeah, my CRV fits uh, everything I've tried so far. As far as uh, the older pinball machines with removable heads can be transported in most any hatchback, but far fewer vehicles can be loaded with a pinball machine made in the last 32 years. This is, I borrow a 1998 Toyota Sienna minivan. It can transport two newer games or one newer and two older games. First time I saw this done was at Texas Pinball Festival. I rented a trailer, but another exhibitor loaded three of his pinball machines in a Chrysler minivan. Yeah, those are great. Those are the most versatile. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Jim. Let's see. Next. Last but certainly not. Well, actually, before we get to this one, we had one through um, Messenger, I believe. Okay. Get that one up from Andrew Clark from Australia. Good eye. Good eye. He says, uh, not sure if this is useful, but one of the um, Aussie Arcade guys, uh, the Aussie Arcade um forum guys had mentioned 3d printing stern targets in this thread Mm. and there's a link 
and I've seen it before. I don't know if you've seen it within this um, thread. There's a link to a guy that's like three pin, three D printing the targets. Mm-hmm. And let me just get the site. It is called www.shapeways.com. Shapeways, W-A-Y-S.com. And he has got a lot of miscellaneous parts there, but he has like the stern stern tombstone drop targets. Let's see, what else do we got here? He also says, also, random stumper from Bruce. What was the first pinball machine to have a special windlet insert? Hmm. I have no idea. Balls are popping. (laughs) (laughs) Special windlet. God. I do not know. Me neither. And what was the last to have special inlet? Dead silence. Yep. Don't know. How about you? I don't know either. So if any of our listeners know, give us a ring, man. Send an email to slam tilt. Yeah. Slam tilt podcast at gmail.com. If you know the answer to this question. And don't forget all your hate mail for Ron. For me. Yep. Yes. Send me your hate mail. <laughs> So, let's get to the final email. It's from the Pinball Princess. It's been a while. Let's see what she's got for us here. Dear Ron and Bruce, At last, after my ill-planned, self-imposed pincast listening hiatus, never letting myself do that again was a terrible idea, I have finally found myself listening to the new-to-me episodes of the Slam Till Podcast. Funny that you should say on the very episode with which I resumed my listening that I would not hear your comments for two months. Yeah, I said that. Which yes, was, did. was true. In fact, it's been closer to three and a half months since your post-Pinberg episode would have been considered current. Fail. Fail. Due to my excitement at letting myself listen to Pincast again, and due to other reasons that are likely by now readily apparent, I am making an effort to catch up to the podcast. Moreover, I am making an effort to write in. I'll be damned if I don't add a few drops to whatever weird substance trickles out from the mail ball bag while I still can. Oh, my. Presently, I'm listening to your interview with Nicole, the fourth woman on the podcast. By the way, not the third. Oh, so we screwed up? Bummer. Oh, hold on. Someone has likely already corrected you in some, but you have had Mrs. Pin on in addition to Crystal and me. There you go. Wow. You do have one more non-male presenting guest to your credit. We do have one more besides that. We actually have five. We have five? Yep. Where were the five? It was Mrs. Pin, mm-hmm. Crystal, mm-hmm. Steph, Nicole, and Kathy was on for twenty for twelve seconds. Twelve seconds, okay. So, but she was on. Okay, I got so you. We have five. As I mentioned, it has been nearly three months since the events of Replay FX. Yet, as I wrote the base draft of this letter on my lunch break, I found myself having to pause the podcast and wipe my tears. And not because I put too much hot sauce on my lunch, which was also true. Even now, recalling the awesomeness of Whipped and Nicole's win makes me emotional. It really did mean a lot to have that tournament happen at all. And there is a bonus basket of feelings of having someone I know win. I must also concur with Nicole in finding Stern Kiss more palatable than Aerosmith. The games have similar-looking layouts, and as such, some of the shots can feel similar, as can the screaming from the orbit's drains. But making my way around the playfield on Kiss feels a lot more comfortable than on Aerosmith. Similar look and similar layout really do not equate to similar play as much as we might think. 
Also, since you were wondering several weeks ago, I would say that brucisms are but an extreme form of malapropism. Oh, it says what it means. Where you use a word that is phonetically similar to what you intended, but that semantically does not mean anything close to that. A tame example would be, pause for Googling, a rolling stone gathers no moths instead of a rolling stone gathers no moss. Of course, saying things like see you on the backside instead of see you on the flip side sort of transcends that. So you are you are transcendent, Bruce. I love looking at people's bath slides, but you know, it's not, not acceptable anymore. With the words being semantically related but not phonetically related, I don't know if there is a word for that kind of substitution. Bruceism. But the fact that both types are common in Bruce's inventive phraseology warrants the use of brucism as an umbrella to describe his idiosyncratic speech man this is the hardest paragraph ever to read and we wouldn't have you any other way bruce you got it phraseology idios idiosyncratic well i'm laughing right now because i have not given you this many edits in months. Yeah, I'm going to have to like edit all this. Uh, I, it, this is literally, I've had to read this about 30 times. Okay, that's not true, but... At least seven or eight. Continuing. I've really enjoyed the last few episodes that I've listened to. I really have missed listening to you guys, and I'm really going to miss listening to you guys. I'll try to write again once I'm a little more caught up. Sorry, but you're not getting rid of me and my words that easily. For Bosley yours, player 31915. Thank you, Steph. Thank you for making me look better, Steph. <laughs> so, um, also, I'd like to give a shout-out, and Bruce has no idea what this means, but I'd like to give a shout-out to the Danger Zone. and very, very supportive with my decision. And uh, if you want to know who the Danger Zone is, just watch the um, post-OCPC invasion stream that I have on Twitch. I know who the Danger Zone is. They're the rocket guys. <sighs> no, they're not, but whatever. Everyone who goes to OCPC is rocking. Stop, 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 Bruce. Oh, it's so painful. It uh, your impersonation is so bad. It is so bad, it's, it's good. so bad, okay. It's so bad, it's good. No, no, it's not good, it's just bad. All right, do we have anything else? Do we have uh, repairs? I have a weird one going on right now for Indiana Jones. Okay. I uh, We were playing, we had our Stern tournament this weekend. And, excuse me, sorry, it's a little late now, Uh, and I, uh, when we had pick IJ, our match play picked IJ, so I went over to IJ, and two rows were stuck on for lamps. So I look at Zach, he looks at me, I said, I'm going to turn it off, turn it back on, turn it off, turn it back on. Those two rows went completely out and are now dead. I'm like, what the hell, and I've seen... With the IJ and all wide-body Williams, they use the auxiliary. There's actually an auxiliary driver board on the upper right-hand side next to the uh, DMD display power board. Because they ran out of transistors for the coils. You got it. So I reseated that, and all my stuff came back. So we either have a bad cable or a bad board. And I think it's probably the bad ribbon cable coming from the CPU up to there. So I have to order probably one of them next time I order. Other than that, uh, a couple broken wires on Dirty Harry. 
as I said, Dirty Harry's going bye-bye, and Diner will be coming in, and Whitewater will be going bye-bye, and Gamatron will be coming in. I'm going to be doing that hopefully this week, since there's no bad weather this week, supposedly. So that's Gamatron, folks, on location. Yep. Steve Kirk's masterpiece that was ripped off by Harry Williams, or, yes. or the, other the other way, way around, around, depending on who you talk to. Yep, but there's no Gamatrons on location all year round, so <laughs> there you go. Well, technically, you'd have to keep it there for a year for that statement to be true. Okay. There's no that have it on for location more than a week. Okay. So you're saying it won't be there for a year? I never know. (laughs) You never know. Never can tell. So I think that's it. It's been an action-packed episode. It has been. We've had our ups. We've had our downs. downs. Like a seesaw. Yes. But again, there's going to be the anniversary, the Silver yep. Ball Saloon anniversary on December 1st. Yep, come in and see Ron or and Bruce at the Silver Ball Saloon. As long as it doesn't snow, yes. <laughs> What's he? Uh, and again, where is the Silver Ball Saloon? 135 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, New York, for your pinball playing enjoyment. Yes, and thank you, everyone. This has been episode 117, Flash 1, or Bong 1. Flash 1! Yeah. We are the Slam Till Podcast. You can find us at slamtillpodcast.com. We are also, uh, actually, just go to slamtillpodcast.com because in the upper right, we have all these nice little links that just go to everything we have our mm-hmm. Twitch page, our, our uh, Twitter, our Instagram, our YouTube channel. It's all there. It even has our RSS feed itself if you want to just plug that into the podcatcher of your choice. I really went through a lot of work to put all that crap on there. So please, just, just once go to the Use site. It. <laughs> Cause, Use uh, it. Yeah. Just use it for links because, let's face it, no one's going to go there for anything else. They're going to go to Facebook. Yes. So if we're on Facebook, just search for the Slam Till Podcast. You'll find us. Uh, correspondence in, in the hate mail to me can be directed at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Because Bruce loves you. Mm-hmm. And don't forget our friends of the show. We have Pinball Star, Joe Newhart. Go to him for all your non-stern pinball needs. And there's Mike Pupo, Flipper Fidelity. Use these awesome speakers, sound systems for your pinball machine. He is also a Stern distributor. We also have head-to-head pinball. Hi, guys. Hi, right, Bruce. You going to say hi to him? Hi. Oh, okay. Then we have Mrs. Pin. Yes, so we're getting free cookies now. Uh, Mrs. Yeah. Pin. Yes, Mrs. Pin. We have um, Steve the pinball profile. We have Steve Bound, Fun with Bonus. Hi, Zach. Don't forget the Riptide Pinball Podcast. I have it on good authority that editing is occurring as we speak. Woo! And uh, I want to say thank you to Jeff Teolis for not one but two, you know, pops on the show this week. And I, in appreciation, I was wearing one of his shirts when we met in uh, today in London, Ontario. And his picture is on uh, his pinball profile page that says Team Josh. Membership fee, one dollar. Ruining pinball for since since um, whenever IFPA restarted. You got it. You got it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Mickman.
Bye.